This episode of the University of Pleasure is brought to you by Choke Coffee. That's right, University of Pleasure fans. This is our first official sponsor, and we are thrilled to be partnering with Choke Coffee. Now, you're asking yourselves, Choke This is a sex podcast. What are we talking about here? Well, it's not the kind of choke that you would think we would be talking about in the University of Pleasure. It actually has to do with jujitsu. And I am sure they actually make those sounds. This is fuel for grappling, folks. And I happen to be an expert on jujitsu. Why, you ask? Because I took three years of Olympic karate in the elementary school days. And of course, I watched the UFC. So I am one step from a ninja. Nobody challenge me, especially after I have a cup of hot choke coffee. So check out chokecoffeeco.com. Again, that website is chokecoffeeco.com for all things jujitsu choke coffee. Clinical disclaimer. This podcast is focused on education and entertainment. While we love to help and teach, it is not meant to be used as a replacement for clinical services. If you are experiencing significant relationship issues or major concerns in your sexual, physical, or mental health, please seek the services of a professional provider near you. Welcome to the University of Pleasure, where we have sexual conversation to help build a happier nation. I'm Dr. Tara Jansen, licensed psychologist and certified sex therapist. And I'm Jeremiah James, and I'm just a guy who likes talking about sex. We came together in New York, Doc, and then now we're back to doing it virtually. What it helps with sound, because we got to be honest, it was a little tinny those last couple episodes, but I was just so excited to be with you that I didn't really <laughs> anticipate the tinny, echoey sound. And I mean, I understand that I am a technical guru, but you know, I, you know, hey, we're back. We have a little bit of uh, a little bit of clear sound this time. And uh, Doc, thank you. And we are back, folks, with one of my favorite types of episodes. And don't get me wrong, I love all of our episodes just as much as I love each and every one of our fans, millions of fans all over the world. But Jeremiah's Sex Tech Corner, I'm ready. I'm ready to share. I'm ready to show you, Doc. I have been chomping at the bit. I have been collecting data from the interweb so I can show you things that need to be out in the universe. People need to be aware. All of our millions of fans all over the world. Are you ready for a little sex tech corner? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Is the doc going to like it? Is she going to hate it? Is That's she... a totally separate segment. I am like, <laughs> I, listen, I can combine anything I want, okay? And I feel like combining them right now. Anyway, before Jeremiah we start. Jeremiah James, Jeremiah James, I can do anything I want. I can do anything I want. Uh, you have it right there, folks. It's true. You heard it. You heard it from the horse's mouth, as they say, meaning mine. I can do whatever I want. So, in that vein, Jeremiah Sex Tech Corner, thumbs up, thumbs down. But before we do that, don't forget to check out the Amy book written by Autumn Karen and myself. It's out there with Kelly Dorney doing the audiobook version on all the old streaming services out there in the world. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to all of our social media. And uh, some of you may have heard, you may have heard in the beginning of this episode that we have our first sponsor, Doc. 
It is an epic time. What do you think of that? First sponsorship here at the University of Pleasure, making partnerships with brands. What do you think, huh? It's great. The doc thinks it's great. Here's the thing. The doc really can't endorse anything because she's a doc. I can sell anything. (laughs) You can be shamelessly bought regardless. Listen. (laughs) I have been a performer my whole life. I'm I'm all about it. I am like, let me. You want me to sell something? I'll sell it because I sell me, baby. That's what I do, and that's why Jeremiah Life Coach is coming up. I'm going to be putting that on a link on our website so I can be at the level of Dr. Tara Jansen. What do you think of them, Doc? Huh? What do you think? Thrilled. 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 I love when you're thrilled. Thrilled. I love that thrilled, you're thrilled that all those years and time and money I spent in school are this just. <laughs> you know, Doc. Just... I tell you, you all this hard work, all that stuff you did. We appreciate it. All of our millions of fans appreciate all that you have done. It's just that I have a. I can just skip the line. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. What it's I, just... I appreciate is yeah. You just skip the line and declare yourself. Uh, the expert. That's great. It's I like it. in the. It's like in 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 the <laughs> entertainment business. You've got in like in a <laughs> little side note. Like if you're in the entertainment business in New York City, right? You have to like uh, be like a junior agent to become like an agent. You got to like be an apprentice. Got to do all that stuff, right? To become a high powered agent in New York City. But if you want to skip the line, just become a manager, and you don't have to do any of those things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you still do the sounds... same thing. Isn't that depressing? Isn't that? It's crazy, right? I don't understand any of that. Well, anyway, back to what we're talking about today. Here we are. Jeremiah's Sex Tech Corner. We're back, folks. And we're combining it with a little bit of dash of the thumbs up, thumbs down from the doc of what she thinks of this. And I'm really excited to share it because this is a toy for people with penises. And a lot of times we've talked about toys, but we haven't talked about toys with people with penises. You know, we've talked a lot about uh, you're, you're giving me a look. Am I saying this wrong? Am I I'm being trying to remember? I feel like we have talked about some toys, but because we've talked about like flashlights and stuff. But this is a little different. No, no, no. This is a little bit different here, Doc. OK, this isn't just a flashlight. First of all, it's got tech built into it. It's got artificial intelligence built into it. All right. And I am really excited to share this with everybody today. This is called Blowjob Experience. By artificial intelligence, 25 plus blowjob experiences, I might add, by the Stop. company called <laughs> Auto Blow. What? What? I don't, think the na- I don't think that's the name of the no. toy. The name of the toy is an Auto Blow. Yeah, the name of the toy. Okay, I thought you were saying enjoy 25 blowjob experiences. No, I was giving a little lead up. I was trying to. I was like. <laughs> I was like, it's not the name of the toy, man. A... <laughs> I was just getting to it. I was okay. building anticipation. So the to... auto blow. Jeez, wheeze. Listen, I know that we're a little rusty coming in on season four here, but Doc, come work with me. I wanted to build excitement. I want to build anticipation for our audience. I wanted to like be like, oh, it does this. It does that. And it makes Julian fries. And what is it called? <laughs> the auto blow. See how I, I did that? Tech- there's technically two auto blows. Yes. So this is true. Which, the, this is the auto blow AI plus. Correct. Now they have an older model called the auto blow two plus XT. Correct. With an industrial strength motor. Yes. And uh, so here's the, here's the thing. I'm very excited about this. But for those of us uh, that like watch TikTok videos and reels and whatnot, 
You ever seen that really quick TikTok of like the robotic arm that's like doing the motion of masturbation and all of a sudden it like rips the thing off and starts banging it on the table? <laughs> like when you say AI, it does give me a little bit of the internal jitters of like, will this thing grab a hold of my penis and do like, you know, like do a kung fu grip on it. And I, you know, be like, ah, how do I reset? You know, like, listen, I don't know that that is the case. I'm just telling you fears that I have not it's totally found it. It is, I mean, it is you, an you unfounded should research, fear. You, you should want to research the, the safety mechanisms of toys you might be using on delicate bits. That's exactly correct. Now, this is the ultimate gadget for people with penises created by scientists using AI which means it can adjust. It can give you different types of blowjob sensations. Now, here's the interesting thing about this, okay? As somebody with a penis who has had blowjobs before in his life, I didn't really know there were 25 different variations of a blowjob. Were you aware of this? Because that was something like, that was a claim that I just kind of was like, wow. I mean, it's like, you know, I just didn't, I didn't anticipate there were that many on the spectrum. I think that they were, they're saying that they can create, like, so I'm sure you've had, if you've had blowjobs from different partners, right? If you've had oral from different partners, you've probably maybe with certain partners had different sensory experiences than with other partners. Sure, sure. In the terms of the, you know, the way that they may have handled things and the way that they might have applied pressure or less or more, right? So I'm assuming what it's saying is like, there are 25 settings of like different sensory experiences, not, you know, necessarily. Actual types of blowjobs. Yeah. I mean, okay. I guess we could, I don't know, we could really get like super, I guess, uh, intricate about like whether or not that's a different type of blowjob. But I guess what I would say is like, yeah, I, there's probably an infinite number of ways to perform oral with subtle differences okay some major right? all right some people do right. stuff with hey, a listen, lot of that's different why I style talk to the doc about it that's why i talk to you because to me you know it's like please don't use your teeth unless requested and maybe using a hand and maybe a little you know what i mean like i didn't you know 25 different i wonder if there's a teeth setting on here oh <laughs> i didn't even look anyway the point is i don't i don't think i looked i did look when you sent it to me, it does not appear to be the case. Okay. Although, but I would say as an aside, since, you know, this is all about learning, like people do give blowjobs sometimes in very different ways, right? Like side note, like I've worked with lots of people that might have like jaw issues or things in the ways that may, they might have to give a blowjob is different than somebody that's got like a really great job, you know, get okay. out of those all or nothing thinking patterns, right? Sometimes yes. people maybe just- we're big just, with that here. We're big with if it. If we're talking about a penis, right? Some people might just spend a lot of time or even enjoy having just like the front, like just the tip, right? Just the tip. Worked on, right? Mm -hmm. Some people might want a, a full, full penis experience. Some people might do oral without putting the full penis in their mouth, just using their tongue. Okay. So there's lots of different ways. You know ways. what, Doc? You, you're you selling me on this. There, there, there are, okay, I take back my- thought process. You are right that I believe now that there are more than than maybe that this is 25 plus. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. I'm with it. Now, here's the thing about this, okay? It gives 25 plus blowjob experiences at 10 different speeds, okay? So, 
You mix all those combinations up, you know, different experiences, 25 of them times 10. I don't know what that means and I don't do math, but it seems like a lot of options. Okay. So for me, I think that this is a very exciting product. Okay. Now the artificial intelligence is what I'm excited about, but I also am afraid of Skynet. Okay. And I'm <laughs> of judgment day and judgment day would true be true if this thing could grab my penis and rip it off like a celery stalk. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm not saying that it does to the people who made this. I'm just saying it might be an irrational fear that I have, but you know, I don't want judgment day to come down on my man parts. I mean, I'm going to say for anybody, like if you're going to be like, so this tool to describe what it looks like, right? Like, like, <laughs> It, you can create the setting right around like how tight essentially, like it looks like it has like essentially like a silicone sleeve. Yes, it does. Right? It's got a sil so it's got a silicone sleeve. It looks kind of like, um, it looks like a pair of binoculars from Star Wars. And one thing has <laughs> a hole in it. Crazy, the craziest image <laughs> that you are painting. All right, That's what going. it looks like to me. It looks like special binoculars from Star Wars. And it's got buttons on the side. Like they're looking at, you know, Moss Eisley over there. And like, you know, it's just, it. that's what it kind of looks like to me. But it's got a, a silicone sleeve on one side. Then it's got something almost the size of a silicone sleeve, which I would assume is where uh, your you know, machinery parts are with a bunch of buttons and that you can turn it up and down, which is really interesting because, you know, when you're thinking about toys for people that have vaginas, you know, and uh, clitorises, they have lots of different settings. Sometimes there's so many settings. Sometimes it's too many. Sometimes too, it's many too many that it's overwhelming and yeah. it takes a million years to get to the one you want. Absolutely. And I don't like having to figure out things as we know. I don't like reading books about, well, books in general. But the point is that this seems like it's got a lot of settings. Okay. And I think that's a good thing because as a person with a penis, you know, we don't have a lot of things that have a lot of settings. So, hey, we're expanding our options here using AI. And I think that's a good thing. Would you agree, Doc? Yeah, I mean, like I for the, for the most part, like I'm, I'm looking at this toy. I do. To me, it sort of looks like something you would clean lab equipment in. I yes, yes. It, it also, like. yes, 100 percent kind of looks like one of those machines you would drop your rings in to clean. Yeah, you know, yeah, your like rings, your bracelet cleaner, yeah. or like a like it just so, you know, like I, for any toy, generally, especially like a higher tech toy, mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. you know, websites and like companies have done such a good job. Like this, I will say that this site did a good job. Did you watch the cartoon that of they course. did? The about cartoon how this is really good. I thought the cartoon was really well done, very well produced, but it wasn't like, you know, like a doodly cartoon. Like it was actually, they took the time to do it. You know what I mean? And the fact that it has voice control, you know, I mean, it, it download, you can download other blowjobs like you can be like you know what i dig it says here you can download other blowjobs plus the 25 yeah, like, I mean, like patterns patterns or types you know i would assume that it's like comparable to kind of on a like you know on like a vibrator or something where there's like different settings but yeah. you know so for the most part i i say this because like if people are going to buy toys, you know, a lot of the websites, especially with these, if you're going to be paying a lot for the toy, I do recommend you do your research, like go on, but don't only go on to the like 
manufacturer's website to see their reviews, mm-hmm. <laughs> look at other places because they're going to maybe have more bias in yes. terms of and control, right? So like look at other reviews because if you're look, so this, uh, one of the mechanisms of this is that you can essentially tighten yes. how tight first this gets. ever, first ever adjustable penis gripping enhance pleasure settings. So you right. can tighten it around your penis if because all penises are different, different shapes, different sizes, right? So this, I mean, what an amazing feature. Like, you know, like it is it is an amazing feature. It is. And you would want to make sure that that mechanism works well. So That's you right. should read the reviews. What you don't want to read in a review or hundreds of reviews is the mechanism got stuck on the tightest. I told you, Skynet. <laughs> Skynet. On the tightest uh, circumference, and I had a really hard time getting my penis out of this device, yes. right? Or yes. it started to gobble me up in a way yes. that I didn't want. <laughs> <laughs> like, so read reviews outside, because sometimes I think it can be like, oh, wow, this is amazing. I do recommend pausing and reading reviews in other sites and seeing what people have to say, yep. especially with some of these, like whenever there's newer tech, that's fantastic. But sometimes it's newer tech, which means that it hasn't been trialed quite as much on the mass public. So that's exactly right. See. And this is so I look at this like automobiles, right? So, you know, if a new version of a car came out, you might not want to get the very first version of that new car with the new tech in it because, you know, it may not have been tested in true. Right. You might want to wait until that transmission has actually been out a little while to see if there were any failures. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm I'm not trying to say to Autoblow that you, you know, we don't want to buy your product or test it. I'm just saying, you know, read the reviews like the doc says here. Check them out. You know, this is a newer product because they had a different one, which is just a single container like looking thing, like a basic like it looks like a flashlight with less tech than the auto the other auto blow that looks like the binoculars and so it 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 and it has all those really cool settings stuff like that um but obviously the auto blow 2 plus XT is like the the last version of this so now we've got the auto blow AI plus the auto blow AI plus and again remember folks this is not a sponsor for the University of Pleasure here. We are not sponsoring this episode in any which way, shape, or form. Your old pal Jeremiah James just found this and wanted to talk about it with Doc on the Sex Tech Corner because I found it interesting. Doc, you're holding up your finger. Am I saying something incorrect here? Am I in trouble? I need to pause because there's a cat stuck in this room with me that's meowing to get out. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Give me a second. We have to pretend we're professionals. Go ahead. Did you take care of the cat? Is it out? The cat is out. I'm sorry. All right. The cat is out. All right. So we're back here to Sex Tech Corner. I'm like, every time you got to understand something, folks, every time she holds up her finger like that, I feel like I'm saying something wrong or that like I'm in trouble. Well, I mean, like there is a it's not necessarily wrong, but, you know, there are times in which I'd like to just redirect what we're thinking about. But it makes me nervous. Okay, it makes me nervous. Anyway, that's not the point. I think this is a good place to take a break. Where the yeah, I'd like to talk happen. about maybe I'd like to talk a little bit about maybe some considerations if you uh, about navigating uh, toys such as these within partnerships. Fair enough. We'll be right back.
Okay, and we are back, folks, talking a Jeremiah James' Sex Tech Corner. Very exciting things today. Autoblow. Autoblow AI Plus. 25 plus different settings, 10 different speeds. Again, they are not a sponsor. We are just talking about it because we want to bring you the knowledge. We want to take this knowledge and give it to our millions of fans all over the world. This says they have sold over 300,000 of these so far. So there should be some good reviews out there. Check them out. Now the doc wants to talk about doctory type stuff. So we're <laughs> going to let her take over here, but I'm just going to say it for her because I know she doesn't want to say, but I'm going to tell you, I think she gives this product two thumbs up. I'm just predicting that. I'm predicting I'm not, because I'm taking this it. This is about Jeremiah's mm -hmm. sex tech corner and a thumbs up, thumbs down mashup like a song. That's how I'm coming at it today because I'm Jeremiah James and I can do whatever I want. Side note, by the way, you know, there's been an, an issue here at home with my wife and we were, you know, I've been smoking cigars in the house, which, you know, is not. You know, her favorite thing that I do from time to time, I'll make it clear, I don't do it every day, right? But man, there was this great video of Arnold Schwarzenegger talking about his like, I know I, I smoke cigars and you were going to ask yourself, am I allowed to smoke these cigars? And then he goes, it's because I'm a stud. And so I sent it to my wife. That's kind of how I feel about what we're talking about right now. But Jeremiah can do whatever I want. Why? Because I'm a stud. There it is, Doc. Go ahead. You can take over now. Well, that was one of the more upsetting things I've heard today. So um, <laughs> moving right along, <laughs> moving right along. Uh, uh, so what I did want to talk about is like, so a toy like this, and it's not even really specifically about this toy. Well, actually, first thing is specifically about this toy. And I don't know, Jeremiah, did you notice that on this toy, you can, these settings, right? Like, just like a lot of other toys, you can have your partner control them. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. So like you can have your partner download sort of the controls for it, yep. which um, yeah. as an, yeah, which as an aside might be an interesting just thing to play around with, mm -hmm. or let's say hypothetically your partner uh, isn't interested in performing oral mm -hmm. for whatever reason, right? This might be an interesting thing to play around with together rather yes. than getting an all or nothing. Now, don't get me wrong. There probably is going to be a different sensation to actual oral sex versus you know, this particular toy, but that doesn't mean that you can't find some negotiation points. Right. Uh, however, what I did want to talk about is like, um, <clears throat> what do we do when we have toys that our partners don't know about and then they find? <gasps> Wait a minute, you're taking this in a whole different direction today. I just ex finished explaining to you that I'm a stud and we're talking about what I want to be talking about. And now all of a sudden you're, this is taking like I'm going to be very clear. I absolutely don't want to spend more time talking about how you're a stud. So uh, <laughs> fine. But I just tell you, like, it's like, um, you got enough attention today. So we can... <laughs> all right. Continue. I just didn't know where need, this was. I didn't realize you were taking it this way. This is why we need to write these full episodes out so I could be prepared for when you just throw a U-turn at me. Continue. Not that I would what? read them or probably I abide I by it. I do but... send you. I send you episodes, and you're like, "What? What are we talking about?" I don't. Today? <laughs> I don't have time for the details. Okay. I just, you know, I'm here. I'm in it. I'm with you. Continue. Okay. Well, do you know what I mean around like the idea of like having toys that your partner discovers? And well, a hundred percent. I mean, I 
listen, I am I am a very uh, lucky person because my partner and I talk about these things uh, because of you and this world that we talk about sex a lot. And so, you know, but not everybody has that type of relationship. And and I know that there is a lot of shame and embarrassment and there's a lot of nerves around having toys. And so people hide them like, you know, a lady hiding her, you know, a, a vibrator in a sock drawer. I did have a, 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 a partner a long time ago that did that, like hid the vibrator away. And I found it and I was like, why is this hidden? I think this is great. But she, when I was like, hey, this, this is, she was like, <gasps> like, I thought she was going to die. Like when I, mm-hmm. and I, here I was like, this is great. You know, like, and so I'm with you. There is a lot of that around in the yeah. world. I mean, I think that there's like a complexity of like, also just like, you know, feeling secretive and shameful. And obviously masturbation is something that feels secretive and toys are something that people would use with partners, but a lot of people might use them on their own and buy them themselves. Sure. And like, to your point, Jeremiah, like, if you've got a relationship, let's say you're using a toy on your own, but you have a relationship in which someone's aware that you have toys. Now, maybe isn't necessarily that you're bringing every toy home and showing them, right? Right, right. right. But you're like, yeah, I have some toys that I play with and I like, because there's a difference between privacy and secrecy. Yes. Right? Agreed. And we've talked about that many times on the yep. podcast. Many, and I many think times. Some- Sometimes when there's not like at least some degree of transparency, it doesn't need to be like ultimate transparency, which is like, let me show you them all and what they all look like. And, but more around the idea of like, yeah, I masturbate and I have toys and some that I play with. And maybe some couples do talk about exactly what those toys are. Maybe some, it's more of the idea. Well, you know, I have a flashlight or this or that, but they're not like bringing them out and showing them. And any continuum of that can be fine. But I think sometimes when couples don't talk at all, Mm-hmm. about having toys together and they don't engage at all around the idea that like that's something that they do independently then that's when things start to feel like a secret and then people might find things and then they create stories in their mind and they feel a sense of betrayal the reason that i bring that up around a toy like this is because you know i think culturally we've gotten more used to things like vibrators maybe even a flashlight but i'm not going to lie like i think there's probably degrees of reactions. This toy looks a little more imposing. Yes, it does. It does. It does not. It's not, uh, you know, it's like one thing is you have like a little pocket rocket or something like that. This is like a straight up like I'm about to make you a protein shake size thing. Like it's it's like, you know, you're pulling the blender out like it's not small. Right. And so, you know, if somebody just comes upon a toy like this, right, it doesn't even need to be specifically this toy where they're like, what the hell is this thing? Right. Sure. sure. Sometimes that creates sometimes a sensation that secrets are being kept and it can create some conflict. Like as a person that does a lot of couples therapy, I can have a lot of dialogues with people being like, and then I found this in their drawer and then I found this in the back of their closet. And, you know, and what are they doing with it? And it's not necessarily that somebody's trying to be like mean or they just feel like kind of closed out right right, of their partner's sexuality in a way that can feel threatening and so this is more just like a a, kind of like recommendation of like hey if you and your partner have never talked about what kind of i mean if you're single i don't knock yourself out leave it on your coffee table (laughs) like i don't care what you do right but if you're in a partnership if you've never talked about what toys you have or what toys you might use or why you might like them. It's probably a conversation, even though if for some, it might feel really easy. And for some people it might be like, Oh my God, that sounds mortifying, but it's going to be far more stressful. If you come upon 
stuff. And then people, when we don't have information and things are ambiguous, we we create our own story. Yes. Right. Yes. And we talk look- about that a lot, a lot. Yes. Doc, because that is it's like kryptonite, man. Like your brain can just go wild and start thinking all kinds of crazy things. Like the like the first one that always comes to mind is like a toy. Does that mean I'm not adequate? I'm not good enough. What is happening? How could you do this? Maybe the betrayals like, you know, and that's that's a real thing. It's a real thing. Right. Well, and, you know, like sometimes if especially it's especially a bigger problem if there's like some tension about the sexual relationship going on already. Right. Like, so if people aren't really being sexual, especially if like maybe somebody's not really that interested in being sexual, but then their partner finds a stockpile of toys. Mm. Um, Sometimes people can get real or side note stop you know, come upon your internet history and see These are many sessions I've had over the years. They come upon, oh, you keep turning me down for sex. And I randomly came upon your internet history or something popped up. And I realized you've been looking at a lot of porn or using a lot of toys. Like then all of a sudden people start to feel more hurt because now, and more sometimes like concerned, like, oh, this must be about me then because you're having this whole sexual life over here that I know nothing about. And again, these are more complex struggles, but I think the reason that I like this, this toy is a very, like, I don't know why, like it, it's just very imposing and it has, it looks a little bit like an, like R, R2-D2. It does. Like <laughs> See, another Star Wars reference. It really like does. It's, got, it's not, you know, it's, it's not like a, a little thing. Like the prostate thing we've been talking about recently, which I have not ventured back into because we're going to order a new toy because that one is a little bit more advanced than uh, other toys. It was just a little bit of a mishap because I allowed my wife to uh, order it and, uh, I don't think she realized there were sizes and, and different versions. So we're we're getting we're gonna figure that out. But it, this one's a little imposing. This toy, the Auto Blow. I mean, it literally looks like it. it, it I mean, it looks like R two D two. It looks like a pair of giant binoculars. Like it is not small. It is an imposing toy. Mm-hmm. It means like it, this looks like it should go up on a shelf that you would like you know that should be attached to like your speaker system in the house. <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely something that if you didn't know what it was and you came upon it and you and your partner were not regularly like in some partnerships like, you know, and this may or may not be the case with you and your wife, Jeremiah, where you might like find something and go, oh, we got something new. (laughs) Right. And then you just like move or it's even just a little bit of like. Uh, what is Jeremiah got now? What right. is this? Right. Like, you know, and that might be just sort of the vibe between, you know, a couple, right. Where mm-hmm, it's sort of like mm-hmm. maybe even like a smirk and an eye roll. Right. You know, but that's, so it's relatively benign or it's like, what is where someone brings it out and they're like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. But it's more like a, a funny kind of playful interaction, right? Like who I found your vibrator in the shower or whatever kind of conversation. Right. But if that's not the vibe that people have in their partnership because they straight up just don't talk about masturbation or what they might be doing, this is the kind of toy that I think someone could find and go, what is this? And actually get a little concerned about it. And I say that only because I've got hundreds of sessions that <laughs> things like that yes, have happened. You in. have the experience, as they um, say. And, and I also think because 
Um, I think people are going to react more strongly when it's a toy they don't recognize mm. than if it's a toy they do recognize. And now don't get me wrong. There's always lots of variability within that. Right. But if someone sees like a, a, a butt plug, a lot of people look at it and go, I know what a butt plug is. Right. right. Or if they see like a small vibrator or a bigger, vibrator, they're like, I at least know what that is. Mm -hmm. But like if you pair not knowing that your partner's using a toy also with literally going, what the hell does this thing even do? Mm. That's kind of a amplified in the right dynamic, maybe an amplified response that might not be so great. So right. it's just really a long winded plug of saying, Hey, have you and your partner ever talked about the toys you use or also side note, if you're having financial struggles as a couple and money is something you regularly fight about and someone finds a super expensive looking toy. Oh man, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh man. That's that a good one, did. doc, because let me tell you something. You go on to like Love Honey and some of these places, these toys are like, I could have bought a PS5 twice. How much is this? This one is, is $299, but you get a discount. So it's not for the low, low, for the low, low price, the low, low price is $299.95. And then the web price is $199.95. So you save $100. It says web price, but I don't know where else this would be sold other than online. But hey, I don't know. I haven't gone and checked. And of course, as always, your old pal Jeremiah did very little research on today's episode. Yeah, I'm not convinced you watched the cartoon either. I just watched so you know. the cartoon. I skimmed it. I sk I watched the back flap. Anyway, that's not the one point. One second. How do you skim a one minute cartoon? Listen, I you don't know. I have ability. I can see just from the first few seconds everything I need to know about it. Okay, so don't try to call me out here in front of our millions of fans. I do my own research in my own way. Okay. So there it is. Well, listen, My folks, this is a research. short episode today because the doc's got to go and do doc stuff. Yeah. All right. But I mean, I have time for this if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you'll make time. <laughs> I'm cutting this off right now. The doc gives this uh, this thing two thumbs up. I give this uh, an I don't know thumb. I think she it, gives it, it a middle like thumb. It, <laughs> it seems thumb. like it could. It seems like it could be a. If you want my final. Sort of. It seems like it could maybe be a really fun toy. I'm not going to lie. The reviews on their own website are variable. Mixed. They're mixed. Mixed. So that tells me that maybe there's a little bit of tech that could still needs to be I'm worked telling you, out. We got to get into the toy business because I feel like Wait. if I just got some crayons and like threw down some paper that I could come up with some really cool toys from people with penises. Like I just feel it. Like I feel like I could do it and they wouldn't be as intimidating as R2-D2 here. Yeah. I mean, it's a, my guess is like you give this even a couple years and this is going to be a much more refined toy. Yes. It doesn't, think, it's listen, not super refined at this point. Yes. Time. And I will tell you, this is where I say that uh, people with uh, vaginas have definitely more, uh, you know, options out there and that a lot more focus has gone into that, which I can honestly tell you, you know, in a world dominated by people with penises, you know, not a bad thing to say that at least that, you know, here we are in the people with vaginas. I mean, getting all the focus because, you know, <laughs> like, oh, uh, when it there's comes so to many, toys. there's so many conversations that we could have within that statement. But we well, did but not you have follow time what I'm saying. To... I mean, in the toy yeah, specific there, for world. people with like the Tauruses, vulvas, there are more and vaginas, there are more toys probably readily available. I think that then there are other aspects of like, uh, like 
like sort of sexual stimulus, like so pornography mm. has a history of maybe being making made more right for probably more heterosexual leaning men, sure. right? And so there's just there's a lot in there in terms of I was like talking specifically about toys, and yeah. uh, because when Jeremiah does his vast amount of research for Sex Tech Corner, uh, it, there are not many things that are penis centric, like just other than fleshlights and stuff like that. So. That's all I'm going to say about that. We can have a deep dive about that another time, but the doc is right. There are varying degrees of all of these things. Of yeah, course. it's just a, it's a complex. Uh, I mean, sexual listen, if I learned, world, uh, sexual uh, world, uh, sexual access world that we've created. But yes, I, I understand mean, I'm what getting you're saying. Tired now, okay? Like, I, of course, that if, I, if I've learned anything about the the world from the University of Pleasure, is yes, it's more complicated. It's more complicated. Of course, it's more complicated. It's always more complicated. I want simplicity you in life sometimes. You do know sometimes. that this is the whole point of this podcast is to talk about complex stuff. Listen, topics, I know right? what the whole point is, but sometimes I just, you know, why can't it just be simple? Why can't I just, we can't, I just want to fix, get an answer. I just want to say my thing. All right. Anyway, it's not the point. Doc, thank you for everything that you do for <laughs> so many people. <laughs> the most aggressive. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Goodbye. Getting off now. <laughs> Listen, in all honesty, yes, I know that's why we're here, but it is sometimes uh, okay. It's fine. Yeah. I'll be fine. It's complicated. I nobody, understand. Nobody likes a psychologist. We're always ruining something. I know. I know. But you also do it without making a joke. You help so many people, and that's why I'm grateful to you. That's why I always said I wanted to be a part of this podcast because I've had uh, therapists who have helped me and psychologists have helped me in my life. And, and what you do is amazing, and uh, that is never something I will ever make fun of because, in truth, I really do appreciate all that you do for so many and so much that I've learned here with you, even though sometimes it's exhausting. And anyway, Doc, you got to go be the Doc. Go be the Doc. You have a great day, and there's a little bit of sunshine. I hope you get to see it today. You look lovely. Thank you, Thank you for, uh, you know, getting dressed up for the University of Pleasure today. I respect it. I appreciate you. Thank you for all that you do for not only me, but so many others out there. And uh, be kind to one another, everybody. If you want to check this out, go and check out Autoblow. We are not sponsored by them again. It is just something from Jeremiah's Sex Tech Corner. The doc gives it two sideways thumbs because she's not 100% sure. And uh, just remember to be kind to one another. It's hard out there. I'll talk to you later, doc. Bye. Bye. This episode of the University of Pleasure was produced, directed, and edited by me, Jeremiah James. It was written by Dr. Tara Jansen and me, Jeremiah James. The University of Pleasure theme music was written by the incomparable Robert Felstein. Additional multimedia support by associate producer Kyle Binkley. And please remember, we want to be as inclusive as possible of the diverse experiences of others here at the University of Pleasure. So please email us your suggestions for topics that might be suited to you directly, questions, feedback, or just really great sex stories at contact at universityofpleasure.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to all of our social media.